This is Robert Merdlachi in the Mindshare Learning Board, Canada's Learning and Technology e-magazine. This podcast is brought to you by C21 Canada, Canadians for 21st Century Learning and Innovation. I'm honored to have joined me for Mindshare Learning Moment, Robert Furtado, who is the founder and CEO of CourseCompare.ca, Canada's first education marketplace focused on tech education to nurture future job skills. Think Yelp of Expedia, but for a leading courses instead of cheap flights or get great restaurants, Course Compare uses a matching algorithm to help people identify and pursue the country's most in-demand job skills based on their career goals. The website also provides ongoing career advice and access to financial resources on its online education center. Congratulations uh, on your startup and thank you uh, for joining me uh, today, Robert. How's it going so far? Uh, thank you very much. Thanks uh, so much for inviting me to, to join you today. It's still early days for CourseCompare.ca, but we're encouraged by the level of interest we're seeing from Canadians. About 15,000 people used our platform last month to find professional training opportunities that will help them upgrade their skills or break into the tech industry for the first time. And we're consistently growing that number month over month. So uh, I think, Robert, we've identified something people really need as they try to pursue in-demand skills and position themselves for success in a fast-changing digital economy. Fantastic. So what inspired uh, your startup? Uh, the, the idea for creating a, an online education marketplace evolved slowly over time. I was a college instructor and an executive at a marketing agency before I started the business. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I think there were three sort of problems that I, I hoped my business idea could address. Uh, at my old agency, I managed an interdisciplinary team of web developers, designers, and digital marketers. And I experienced firsthand how difficult it is to find people with the right digital skills. Uh, so the, the skills gap, as it's often called, we've all heard of it before, uh, was one problem I really felt passionate about solving. At the same time, as a teacher, I, I noticed not all colleges and universities were keeping pace with the skills employers wanted from new graduates. So I became interested in figuring out which educators were doing the best job of preparing people for the future of work uh, and then sort of learning from them myself. And, and I guess that led to what you could call my eureka moment. Uh, education, is, as you know, is undergoing a radical transformation. People serious about learning critical job skills have to consider not only universities and colleges, but coding boot camps, massive open online courses or MOOCs. Uh, you've got corporate-led training programs and now user-generated content across hundreds of new platforms. So I launched CourseCompare.ca to create a, a faster, easier, and more transparent way for people to navigate the education marketplace and invest confidently in, in training opportunities that lead to great jobs and, and ultimately to fulfilling careers. Congratulations on that. What is the hardest challenge you've had to deal with thus far? Uh, good question. <laughs> uh, anyone who's, who's run a startup will tell you there are literally hundreds of things to do in a day. Uh, so I, I'd say, I guess I'd say my greatest challenge has been keeping everyone focused on the things that drive rapid growth for the business. For CourseCompare.ca, that's constantly improving our platform based on user feedback, uh, finding scalable ways to connect with larger and larger audiences. And, uh, and I think, you know, just as importantly, maintaining a solid ecosystem of the best educators across Canada on our website, because we are a double-sided platform. 
uh, we put users first and we're ultimately here to help Canadians and, and folks beyond in other countries uh, find the best places to learn and upskill within the country. Um, but making sure we're curating a list of the best educators and uh, giving them an amazing user experience on the back end of our platform is also really important. What advice do you offer other startups? Um, I'd, I guess I, I recommend all startup founders read a book called The Lean Startup by Eric Ries. I, I'm a huge fan of lean startup methodology. Essentially, it says, begin with a minimum viable product, a, a bare bones prototype of what you think your customers want. Then test that prototype as quickly as possible. Uh, the idea is to, to quickly improve or, or disprove your business idea through rapid testing, as opposed to giving into what I think is a natural tendency startup founders have, which is to spend a year or years perfecting your idea mm. before sharing it with the world. So, you know, in my experience, if you're playing in a big enough market and you've identified a real customer problem, customers will literally tell you what you should be building. Uh, so, so chances are what you end up creating uh, is a lot different than what you originally imagined it would be. The, I think the other critical piece of advice I give startup founders is to pursue a business idea that they're truly passionate about. When, when things inevitably get tough, and they absolutely will, uh, you'll want to give yourself the best chance of persevering through challenges. And, and honestly, at the end of the day, uh, I think it's great perseverance, determination, whatever you want to call it, uh, that ultimately separates successful startups from failed, uh, from failed startups. Well said, well said. Are universities and colleges at risk of becoming irrelevant if they don't become more nimble and embrace the notion of um, agile as an example to, to use the term and, and the, the notion of uh, embracing micro-credentials. I know some are, but many aren't. Your thoughts? That's a great question. And it's something we're thinking about and following very closely and don't, uh, don't necessarily have a solid answer for it. but it, you know, it's funny, Robert, I recently read that a high ranking on top coder, which is a platform that hosts computer programming contests can actually earn a developer, a job at Facebook or Google faster than a computer science degree from MIT. So, so I think, yes, the, the traditional four-year college or university experience will absolutely need to adapt. And I think the focus going forward will be less on credentials and more on skills. Frankly, I, I think that's what the digital economy demands, access to lifelong learning and constant upskilling uh, rather than traditional symbols of achievement. And, and in education, you know, as we know, it simply doesn't end with a bachelor's degree anymore. Universities and colleges definitely have what it takes to make the necessary changes and we're beginning to see those changes take place now and and, and really in the last just the last few years uh, the challenge of course will be adapting their old business model to the new realities of online on-demand learning absolutely and uh, when I look at some of the history around colleges or universities introducing a new course that's a two-year endeavor that's right. With private career colleges in Ontario, uh, I don't know exactly what the timeline is in other provinces, but uh, that can be a long time when a programming language evolves and changes in just a few months. <laughs> um, we have, uh, you know, it's not unheard of for us to receive calls from folks with computer science degrees at reputable 
universities who feel that you know what they learned is no longer relevant or feel that they didn't learn uh, programming with enough depth to actually get a job as a developer. And so that's really fascinating. That's really interesting to us. And it'll be interesting to see how uh, universities, and I, th I think probably in, in concert with government, uh, address this issue. What advice do you offer students in high school considering their future careers in school, for that matter? Yeah, it's not, I'd, it's a, it's, I feel like a lot of people have, I feel like every generation says this uh, or some version of this, but it is a, in, in many ways a challenging time. And I know from speaking with high school students and uh, teaching students, uh, undergraduate students who, you know, graduated in some cases just a year ago, that it's, it's a very stressful time. There certainly can be. I, I think students graduating from high school today need to adopt a growth mindset and accept that to be successful, they'll have to become lifelong learners. Uh, I'd urge them to consider how technology is going to impact their chosen industry and shape their dream job. And then I'd challenge them. I mean, I'd set a challenge for them, which is learn just start with just one digital skill that will improve your chances of getting hired and succeeding in your dream role. And, and this can be part of or in addition to whatever they choose as their primary degree program. I think I guess the other thing I should say is that, that people with well-honed people skills will be at an advantage in any industry. Uh, artificial intelligence can do a better job than a human at predicting the size of a hurricane, but you know, it can't coordinate a ground response. So uh, you know, well-honed people skills, communication, empathy, leadership, conflict resolution, what, what some people call soft skills, uh, I think they'll give students a huge advantage as we face these coming waves of automation. Uh, especially if those students also have the right technical skills to back them up. Absolutely. And, um, you know, we, we uh, just finished advising some students uh, today on a podcast um, interview. And um, one of the things that we talked about was the reality that you're not going to do the same thing all your life. You know, I'm on my fourth or fifth career, you could say. So having those um, essential skills, I like to call them essential skills as opposed to soft skills, because soft sounds so, you know, uh, you know, kind of secondary and not essential. Like these are hard skills, not soft skills. You need to have those strong communication, uh, analytical problem solving skills to be successful in the 21st century. And uh, when I look at Google and, you know, we deal with Google Canada and education and the, the head of Google based in the U.S. talks about how they don't even really put a lot of uh, stock in your resume any longer. They want to know what your, you know, or where you went to school so much as what are your skills. We talked about earlier the challenge of finding someone that have, has those strong digital skills that's flexible and able to do some web design and, you know, graphic design and social media. And, you know, those are becoming pretty essential today, aren't they? I think I like that a lot. I'm going to use that, uh, if you don't mind, essential skills. No. I think, yeah, no worries. I think they are enduring. I think they're the skills that will be the great differentiator for a lot of, a lot of students, a lot of young professionals, a lot of yeah. professionals writ, writ large, regardless of where they are, as things change. They continue to change as dramatically as we are seeing them change, and we ex and we certainly expect them to change. And I think, you know, for a certain type of person, 
there is a flip side to this. There are exciting opportunities. There are, like, consider how young Zuckerberg was when he he launched Facebook or Brin was when uh, he launched Google. Uh, There is, in a sense, uh, more of an equal playing field uh, in this digital economy. And And I think that with a lot of these essential skills, people will find that they can grow and uh, and advance their careers more quickly than than they might have been able to 10, 15, 20 years ago. Absolutely. Um, what can we look forward to from Course Compare in uh, the upcoming academic school year? We are extremely excited uh, to expand into new subjects in, in the fall. We've carved out a niche in digital marketing, user experience and user interface design, data science, web development, JavaScript, uh, social media marketing, product management, and those are in high demand. Uh, there's no question about that. Uh, I can't say what the new subject will be just yet, but we've listened carefully to our users and identified three new areas that, that we think will set Canadians and inter- international students up for success. So look for an announcement uh, in, in September. And we've also tested our, our business model now in Toronto and Vancouver. And the plan is to, to bring our platform to major cities across the country uh, beginning in October 2018. So Congratulations. There's, a lot, there's a lot happening. Thank you. And we're, we're, we're really excited to, to connect with more Canadians across the country. That's fantastic. Any final thoughts uh, to share, Robert? Uh, just that I hope anyone listening who's interested in learning in-demand digital skills or, or even just interested in picking up a new hobby like digital design or, or web development, someone who wants to, to learn to build websites from scratch, uh, will visit coursecompare.ca. Other than that, uh, it's been great talking to you, to you today. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. And kudos to you for uh, taking the, the risk in, in launching your startup that really hones in and, and meets a very defined, important need in our Canadian marketplace to push the 21st century ball forward, to continue to keep Canada at the, in a leadership position when it comes to innovation on a global scale, Robert. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. And we are really, really excited to be working in this space right now. That was Robert Furtado, the founder and CEO of Course Compare. My name is Robert Merlachi of the Mindshare Learning Report. Be sure to check out www.mindsharelearning.com to get your latest issue free of charge. And until next time, keep the learning curve steep.